That shit is insane. Yeah, that's some ill shit right there. All right, but let's get started. So I got Dylan and Kay in here. Welcome. Thank you guys for what being up, what here. What up? What up? What's up? Glad it's to Kay have here. y'all. Glad to have y'all. Thank uh, you for having us. Yeah, thank you yeah, for having of course. us, man. No, no, really no. appreciate I, it. Y'all got the podcast. I listened to it, and uh, I wanted to have you guys on here to uh, to try to expand your audience and talk to my people about, uh, give them a little taste about what yeah. your show is about. Um, I was listening to uh, episode three <laughs> of your podcast, and uh, Dylan, you had a story about a girl that you used to fuck with, strictly... For the reason that she would bring you Patron bottles. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she was benefiting you bring you Patron bottles, Ooh, which man. eventually turned into money. And that's why oh, yeah. he was fucking with her. And it reminded me of a little story that I had back when I was in college, like when I had first started college. Um, me and my partner had a we had our own apartment. So I was in college. He was just working. I was working and going to school and we like trying to make rent. We broke, whatever. And um I had class with this girl, this fat girl. She was real pretty, but she was fat, and she liked me. And uh, me and him was at the house one day. We starving. We broke. I called girl up. She's like, oh, no, what you doing? Blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, man, why don't you come over here and chill? She's like, all right. I'm like, uh, bring a pizza with you. <laughs> <laughs> so does that make y'all birds, too? But hold on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Hey, I, I ain't got no shame in it. Yeah. Why, why deny it? <laughs> but peep though, so she comes. My dumb ass, I fail to be specific uh. about the shit. So she comes, she shows up with a pizza. She brought a fucking Hawaiian pizza. <laughs> I was going to say, why? Yeah, of all I pizzas. I ham. Why would you bring ham and pineapple? That's I'm trash. like, I like sausage and bell pepper. <laughs> That's my shit on pizza. So I, I'm like, fuck, man. She showed up with this whack-ass pizza. She's fat. Like, she going to want some dick, but I don't want to yeah, fuck. I'm yeah, like, like nah, my, nigga, my mind and my body was like, bro, don't do it. I'm like, yeah, you I like sausage. That. She didn't bring the sausage. You not delivering yeah, you're not, sausage. Yeah, you not getting no sausage. It's not happening. Nah, nigga, payment rendered. You owe me dick. No, no like no. I swear, like <laughs> people that put pineapple on pizza, I can't fuck with. I can't fuck with it either. I put pineapple on. I know, and pizza. I can't fuck with you. <laughs> I can't fuck with you. <laughs> so yeah, I, I that just reminded me of that story, and we just we just chilled. But I didn't, it, I didn't give her no sex, but you could leave that pizza yeah. though, because I am gonna eat it. I don't like it, but I am going to eat it. <laughs> but I think like we I think as people like we've all gone through phases in our life where we've had people that we've used. Whether we want to acknowledge it or not, like we've used people to our advantage. Like they're all my friends. <laughs> yeah, like, like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's it's part of human nature, you know what I mean? It's, uh, that's that's part that, of human nature. That's it, man. So y'all got the podcast. It's called yeah. Not Relationship Goals. Not Relationship Goals. Um Oh, for I guess I should tell people that you guys are married. We are married. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all married. married. How long did y'all date before you got married? Because you've been married uh, for like what two five years? Five years. Yeah, four or five years we dated. Four or five years of dating. Yeah. Y'all been married for like two years now, right? Three, three, years, three, years. three years. Okay, yeah. so y'all been together for a long time. You got the relationship. Uh, I mean the not relationship goals. Yeah, not podcast. Relationship goals, yeah. <laughs> Um, when do you guys drop it? Every you do it um, once a week, right? Yeah, it was Wednesdays. It's. We trying to move it to Tuesdays, but we slipped this last week, so it was Wednesday. It yeah, yeah, yeah. So it yeah, so we try to keep it. Yeah, so we gonna probably keep it at Tuesdays, just cause you know, like for recorded purposes, it it just works a little better that way. Yeah. I, when I was listening to the first episode, I like to come up with like little clever names and shit. I, mm -hmm. I I'm into shit like that, so I'm listening and I'm like, hmm. I'm like, 
They're going back and forth about these topics. <laughs> it's about relationships, and you got a man and a woman. Like a dope name would be Babel of the Sexes. That's tight. That is tight. Good, right? And you know, it's crazy. Like, cause we was going like back and forth about the name. So I told, I was like, let's make it relationship goals. Mm-hmm. And then like. Some like for me, like I get a lot of my like I use social media as my muse, like, and I used to see like everything on social media pissed me off, but I love it at the same time. Same, so same, yeah. it's like a, uh, it's like Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> yeah. you know, Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. It's like I hate that shit, but I love it. But I love that I, I love that I hate it though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I hate that I love it and I love that I hate it. I be judging the fuck out of people. Like yeah. it's such an interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's an interesting window into like society and human yeah, psyche, oh, and human psyche. Like you can really draw some conclusions to see about how people, people think. About people shit. Yeah. No, I, I, I love that shit, man. I psychoanalyze the Everybody. fuck out of people. Like, no, I, I already know who you are before I even meet you. <laughs> you ain't gotta tell me nothing else. I already know who you are. And no, like so. Um, like, I used to always see, like, people putting up pictures of, like, celebrity couples. Like, oh, my relationship go and this and that. I'm like, why would you want to be somebody? Like, why do you want somebody else to be your relationship go? Like, you don't even know what they're going through. Not even like, a little bit. Think about it. Like, motherfuckers might have put up Kevin Hart and his wife. I forget her name. Uh, Nico. Yeah. And then what happened? <laughs> <laughs> that nigga went and cheated on Oh, no, that was your relationship go. No, nah, <laughs> keep that same energy. Still keep, that, be her. Yeah, keep that same energy. So I was like. I'll be her. We really she's like, L, but she got a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. And so many people have, so many women, not just women, but men have that same mindset too. Like when it comes to money, I think certain people will do and like do things where they they are let their it, morals and like their standards yourself. go. Yeah, you compromise yourself. And we had a um, we had a name like we really wanted to go with Pillow Talk because mm. it seemed more fitting for like a relationship base. But then when I started like looking out there, it was a lot of podcasts with mm-hmm. the name Pillow Talk. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, fuck but it, let's go of the back. Sex is super yeah, no, that's dope. That's dope. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I don't know if it's taken, but you know, and I don't not want that. y'all to change up your whole brand or nothing. But it was just something I was like, damn, that'll be a dope name for this. Yeah. Is Babel of the Sexes. And it was cool because like it worked out. Because people would tell us, like, too, like, oh, y'all, our relationship goes, and that's cool and all. Like, we want to inspire people to just have a great relationship, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, but I was just like, let's do a play on that. Like, let's be not relationship goes. Yeah. Like, and tell people and show people, like, yeah, like, we we not perfect. Like, we have a great, we have a great marriage, great relationship, like, you know. But we have our problems too. Like we I, argue just all the fucking time. I wasn't even talking to this nigga. Yeah, she wasn't even talking. What happened? <laughs> what happened, girl? What he do? What he do, girl? Yeah. <laughs> this nigga is the same nigga. <laughs> no, we went off Friday night, and he got put out the bar before night. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you got me fucked up. Why you always gotta embarrass me? <laughs> hey man, shit happens, man. It happens. What can you do? And um, yeah, like so, it's just um, starting it, man. It's just been dope, like. I feel like we're learning more about each other too. Like, because like I'll tell a story that I might not have told her before, and she'd be like, and vice versa. Like, you know, like, damn, I know. It's weird, yeah. right? It's weird getting on a podcast <laughs> and it makes you feel like you want to open up a little mm-hmm. bit more. Yeah. It's weird. It's, it, it really is a weird thing. Um, how do you feel like uh, the, pro- the progression from the first episode? Oh, man. Went all the way. Because <laughs> I, I know, because you, Dylan, you was on yeah. my first episode, yeah, under, my very yeah, first yeah. episode. And that shit And was, I see your progression. I'm that like, shit was yeah. rough when you <laughs> compared to like where I'm at now. And it, it happens quick. The yeah. progression happens quick. Like you learn so much from every yeah. episode. Have y'all noticed that? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I think the last one was like our best episode. Like 
it flowed. It was very fluid, mm-hmm. and the structure was better. That uh, it was that was a dope episode. To me, it's my favorite thus far. Yeah. Only three. Yeah, <laughs> and I think like for like for us, like I think it makes it easier because having a partner like you by yourself, like your job is that much harder because you like like you know what I mean. Like you have guests come in, but you have to rely and like hope that the guest is gonna be a good guest and like mm-hmm, it's good mm-hmm. material like to put out to the people you know right. what i mean like for me and her it's like if we don't have a guest cool, cool. we got each other you got you each know, other like, and I, your chemistry is yeah. as good as any chemistry yeah. you can get so it's like <laughs> it's like if we don't never have a guest it's still cool but we like eventually like you know we we tailoring it up like working out the logistics we'll of being able to bring guests and, and everything mm-hmm. like so it's starting but like we want to get like further in before we start doing that and i feel it no i I like you guys format i like the um i like what you guys got going on because um you guys have topics that a lot of people think about and talk Mm -hmm. about and the most important thing is that you guys are honest yeah yeah even when dylan you being super problematic (laughs) and misogynistic (laughs) even when you being a fucking (laughs) A misogynistic pig is still honest. It's honest. There are people that that think these things, and we've experienced these Mm -hmm. things, and we want to say these things, but people are scared to say it nowadays because you get labeled with a bunch of shit. You know what I mean? And what's funny is you'll get labeled by people who think and say the same Same shit shit in private. They think and say the same shit in private, but if you say it publicly, they feel like they get to judge you and label (laughs) you. Like. It's so hypocritical. Now, I be feeling like I be having to watch myself sometimes, like, what I say. But that's kind of, it's. I feel like that's messed up because it's like, why can't I just be open and honest? Like, I'm not trying to offend anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to offend some people, but I'm not yeah. trying to offend anybody. It's just, like, like we was talking about, like, the big girl. Like, she was saying, like, oh, you're not attracted because she was like, no. Like, why can't I just not be attracted to her? Like, what's wrong with me having a preference on... Who I like There's and who I don't wrong. like. Everybody got preferences. Yeah, and it's fine, but it was funny because it was like, I don't know, a few weeks ago I called some girl ugly. He was like, that's mean as fuck. I'm like, why <laughs> is that mean? Like, if you could call her big, I could call her ugly. Damn. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, you're going to offend somebody. No matter what you do, somebody's going to be offended. So it don't matter what side you try to pick or stay on, somebody's going to be offended. Yeah, by. yeah. You, you won't be able to please everybody with every episode. Or oh, whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? But as long as the material is good, people's going to listen. And actually, what I found is um, doing a doing a podcast, doing this type of format where you can sit down and have a long-ass conversation mm-hmm. and really, like, even if somebody disagrees with your final conclusion or your stance, at least you can explain, they can follow your line of thinking yeah, and yeah, how yeah. you got to that conclusion. Even if they disagree with it, people are more understanding because you have a chance to explain it mm. rather than getting on Twitter and firing off just the conclusion yeah, part. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't have that. You don't have no context. A, though, yeah. You don't have enough context to explain how you got there. So people just make a snap judgment yeah. and label you a piece of shit or yep. whatever. <laughs> yeah. but I, so I find yeah. that people are more, a lot more understanding when it's this type of, uh, long form discussion. Yeah, no, it, and it's crazy because we were just talking to some people last night. They was like telling us like, oh, they listen to podcasts and everything. I was like, oh, that's dope. And I was like, and you know, some people were like, oh man, I want to start one. I'm like, if you need any tips or whatever, like you know, let me know. And I was just telling them like, you know, it's a conversation, but at the same time, it has to be structured in a way where you can put it out to people because, 
like we can sit here and just rant about a bunch of different stuff but if it's not formatted in a way where you can like it's easy digested then it's not you know it's it's not gonna be good for the people yeah. like so you have to like that's why i think like she was saying like our last episode was the best one because we worked on the structure of like where the topics come in like where where are we gonna talk about this when are we gonna talk about this like so it flows. So, like, if you know if you're going to get off on a tangent in this one topic, just make sure it flows into the mm-hmm. next one. You know what I mean? The good segues. Yeah, segues like, and transitions. Yeah. So, and, and you'll find your way, like, as you get more episodes in, you'll start figuring out what uh what little minor tweaks work best mm-hmm. for you and what you kind of want to mm-hmm. get away from and shit like that. So um, that's just... It's just natural progression. Yeah, that shit is dope. I think it's important to me that when, like, people are listening to it, that they feel like they're a part of the conversation. So that when you listen in, like, I like to listen to podcasts and be like, shh, girl, like, I'm sitting there, too. Like, I'm in (laughs) it. And I like for people when they talk to me and they give me feedback. Like, girl, I was talking back. And, like, that's important to me because it's like we're all having a conversation. I don't want to be talking at you. I'm going to be talking with you. That's a good point. Um, How do you guys, uh, how do you guys keep the communicate, like, from from what I can tell, like your guys' communication is super open yeah. and pretty much judgment free. Yeah. Like it seems like oh, yeah, y'all yeah, don't yeah. pass judgment, or if you do, it's like in a joking manner. Yeah. No, I'm I'm definitely <laughs> judging now. <laughs> now, um uh it's I think it's just one of those things where you just have to understand like people people fail to realize like the person that you're with had a life before you. Mm-hmm. Like you like you want to think that there was no one before you. No, there was other people before you. Like they had a life. They live, they have experiences that you may or may not have have been told. Doesn't mean that they were hiding something from you, but that's just it's certain stories come out when they apply to the yeah. situation. You know what I mean? So if we're having a conversation about a certain topic and a story just comes to your mind, then you're going to, you know what I mean? You're going to share. If you want to share, you're going to choose to share. So I think, like, people just have to let go of, like, the expectations of their partner. Like, don't have expectations for this person. Like, just let them be who they are. If that's who you chose to be with, cool. Like, just let it be that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think so. It's because we've had versions of these kind of conversations for years. Like we just talk, you said we have open communication. We talk like this all the time. So for us to do it just with mics in our face is the same thing. But it, like you said, it's just about being honest and just having good, like not good, but great communication. And then like you said, knowing who that person is, like, I know you. I know who you are now. So I know that before me, you had to be ten times worse. <laughs> and I'm completely accept. I'm accepting of that. It's fine. Should nigga imagine who the fuck I was? So, so. that's interesting because uh, a lot of people are um, from the school of thought that uh, there's a lot of miscommunication between men and women because men operate off logic <laughs> and women operate off emotion oh, yeah, and a lot this. of times there's not a lot of lot there's almost no logic in the emotion and a lot of times the emotion gets taken out of the logic so it creates yeah. a lot of misunderstandings and miscommunications so where how do you where do you stand on that I think that's some bullshit. <laughs> Let me tell you right now. Let me just back it up. I'm about to get real loud. <laughs> Niggas are completely emotional because the, to say that men are logical and women are emotional is to say that women are basically illogical, right? Correct. Let me just. I was thinking yeah. about this. I've been arguing about I see this. no lies here. Let me tell you. If niggas are <laughs> We're logical, on the same page so far. <laughs> 
name one active shooter that's a female. Name, uh, there was na- one. There no, nigga, name or what? Name her. Oh, what the, girl the fuck is YouTube. her name? Yeah, YouTube. Yeah, she went up to YouTube. Oh, okay, that's they true. Cut her money Na- off. Name another one. Uh, we shit. can't. We can't. Annie Oakley. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she was not a yeah, That was a bad bitch. <laughs> that's what she was. <laughs> I'm just saying. So niggas are clearly emotional and illogical. But I think you niggas is crazy. No, but in relationships. <laughs> All right, but okay, but but. When we're talking about mass shooters, we talk that's that's mental illness. You, isn't everybody dealing with some sort of mental? I'm just talking about just <laughs> I'm, in I'm terms just... of relationships, like in terms of the methods of communication or yeah. the methods of thinking uh, in the relationship dynamic. To me, men have so much pent up emotional frustration. You niggas is crazy. Y'all is ticking time bombs. For real, for real. And to say that, like, we operate all, solely off of emotion, that's like to say, like, a man don't go through a woman's phone. Yes, you do, nigga. You just don't say it. Yeah, niggas do do that shit. I'm niggas is doing all kind of shit. You watching your girl? If you worried about who she slept with before y'all got together, that's emotional. If you don't want to know nothing about her past, that's emotional. If you out here talking about, oh, I can't fuck this bitch because she probably fucked these two niggas, that's emotional. That's not logical. Mm, that's there's logic. No, that's in logic. There. That's there's logic. definitely logic in there. How? Two plus. No, because you gotta emotions, do the numbers. No, because you gotta do the math. No, because you worried about what other people are thinking. That's not logic. That's emotion. I'm I'm worried. That's an emotion. I'm concerned about that's this. That's an emotion. That's not. Oh, I'm thinking it through. That's so, a good point. So women. So so do you think that women don't like? So like, do women care about like body count for a man? Like, is that something that comes like through the thought of a woman? Like, I wonder how many girls he slept with. Like, is there yeah, a yeah? Number- when you're fucking twelve, the last one, of my ex said I was like sixteen years old, and the nigga like was like, I've been with like um thirty women. The nigga was a virgin. It was very sad. I'm like, why are you? Lying? He know, no, you know how many porn <laughs> stars he jacked off to? He was oh with thirty, God, thirty bro. women. Well, then I been with a hundred. <laughs> By that point, I was experienced. <laughs> but <laughs> lately, I've been I've been wondering, um, like, all right, everybody knows about IQ, right? What IQ? IQ. Yeah. Intelligence, oh, IQ. Oh, okay. Intelligence quotient. Um, but not a lot of people talk about emotional intelligence, or mm-hmm. they call it EQ, yeah. like emotional quotient. And lately, I've been I've been wondering, am I emotionally retarded? Like probably. I think so. We check on the market on that. <laughs> like I, I really think I am because um, they're like emotional intelligence. So. I started pulling up articles, reading about emotional intelligence. I went to the library, got a library card, <laughs> and started checking out books about like the human psyche and emotional intelligence and shit. And basically, it's broken down into four parts. Um, the first two parts has to do with yourself, and that's uh, self-awareness and self-management. And then the other two parts is has to do with other people. So like your ability to recognize emotions and other people Mm -hmm. and your ability to manage relationships Mm -hmm. with other people so it's it's basically four parts of emotional intelligence and i think i do really well with the part about myself i'm very aware of my emotions Mm -hmm. and why i'm feeling these emotions i know what the cause of these emotions are you know what i mean and how often do you express them um i would say often not very often i would say often um because when you're in a relationship, you you have to. Yeah. I mean, if you're an adult, 
and you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. you have to. Mm-hmm. Like when you was in high school, your early twenties, like that was the shit to to not show emotion. I'm not gonna yeah. show emotion, bro. <laughs> I don't feel no emotions, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, um, <clears throat> but I feel like so I'm aware of my emotions and I know what's causing them. And when I express them, for the most part, I can express them without being quote unquote emotional. Or irrational or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I I take time to analyze my shit and then I can just verbalize what I was feeling and why I was feeling it. You know what I mean? So, I do well with that part. And I can kind of pick up on people's emotions, but I have a hard time connecting to it for some reason. I have a hard time, like... Understand. Empathize. No, no, no. I understand, but I have a hard time feeling it. Like, empathizing. Like, like, I get it. Yeah. I, I get why you're mad. That makes sense. You know what I mean, but well, why are you mad? Yeah, yeah but why are you mad? I, I don't, I don't no, care. Bro. You know what I mean. Like the, the part, there's a part of me that has a hard time caring. I'm I'm very apathetic, so I I don't know if I'm uh, emotionally retarded or if I'm. I don't think I'm like a sociopath. I think I'm just a no, narcissist. You're, no, you're a man. I think it's narcissism. No, you're a man. Oh, okay. like I feel the same. <laughs> way. Right. Like, what you just said, <laughs> like is the exact same thing. Like she'll feel a way about something, and I understand it, but I'm still like. Why the fuck are you mad? Like, it makes no sense to me. Oh, like, yeah. I understand why you feel that way, but why are you mad? Like, it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. And that, I think that's because, for me, like, if I feel a way about something, like, if it's not, if it's not, I, I have a skill, like, where I feel like I will say something if I'm getting emotional about something. Mm-hmm. And if it's not on the, if it's not high on the scale... I'm not going to say nothing. I'm just going to let it be what it is and I'll I'll eat that emotion. You know what I mean? Like, but women, I feel like women, they we, don't operate like no, that. No, we don't eat. <laughs> I'm not eating nothing. I'm letting it out. But that's what I'm but so why are we shamed for being emotionally in tune though? Because like how you said you you are apathetic. I'm the opposite. Like when I come into a situation, I'm channeling emotion. I'm feeling it. So if you are feeling heavy, I can feel it, and I'm feeling heavy, and I'll be like, mm. "Are you okay?" I can tell something's wrong. I can I can feel it. I can sense it. I know when something's wrong. I'll ask him, "What was wrong?" Nothing. I, I can feel it. I can see it, but I can feel it too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think, like, isn't there a point when the two mix? Like, it's hard to be discerning without being emotional and logical at the same time. It's such a it's such a mix to me. I think one is just like more extreme. Logical, you can be emotional and logical without being irrational. That's what I think. When when people think of emotional, they think of irrational as a synonym. Why would that be a yeah, synonym to yeah. being emotional? No, that's emotional true. just means feeling. That's true. We feel everything. I, I personally I kind of correlate it to that. Like um when you're being super emotional i correlated to you're being irrational like irrational behavior yeah. like all right let's calm down and let's talk about yeah, your emotions like, rather than just, <laughs> ah, yeah. just ah. See, but that you're thinking about the extremity of the emotion right mm-hmm. so if i'm raging i'm probably being irrational mm-hmm. but if i'm just upset that's not necessarily yeah, irrational. that's not a problem and but i want to go back to one thing you said is uh like women being shamed for being emotional i don't mm-hmm. think it's uh, i mean me personally <clears throat> Um, I don't think that it's shaming and I don't like shame people for being emotional, but that shit is frustrating to deal Ooh. with. Boy, is it? 
Is it frustrating to deal with? Nigga. I don't want It's not shameful, but goddamn it's frustrating. But you know what? Because I come home and I can be upset about you having my my fucking pillows on my couch all fucked up every day. And you want to hold whatever you need to be like, I don't complain. That's your fault. I like to get my shit out. It's not my fault that you want to be on You got to eat that. You got to eat that. No, no, no. That's no, that's a good thing. That's 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 another thing I wanted to talk about is I think that Kay has a good point. Like some sometimes you gotta speak up about the little things, but just make sure that it's not a big deal. Make sure mm-hmm. you let the person know, like, hey, no big deal, but blah blah blah. Because otherwise Whoa. it's a drop in the bucket. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> it's a drop in the bucket. It's a small thing, but it's another drop in the bucket. Then another small thing happens and it's a drop in the bucket. Mm-hmm. Eventually that bucket fills up and it's Fire. gonna overflow and you're gonna be God damn it, how many times I gotta <laughs> exactly. I gotta come in and hold the goddamn <laughs> shoes in the goddamn way? Why is this fork exactly. in the thing? Like, exactly. Now you blowing up mm-hmm. over the small dumb Boy. shit because you didn't acknowledge it in the I beginning. I think you know what? I think People. But at the same time, as a man, you don't want to be nagging. You don't yeah, want to be a nagging-ass yeah. man. Because we've been taught to, for not for one, we've been taught to hide our emotions for for oh, since yeah. birth. Yeah, Women that, are taught that is to. no bullshit. So they're, they're more well-versed on how to deal with their emotions. Like, they've had years of training. We've had years of training on how to suppress our emotions. That's a yeah, fact. It, there's, a, there's a documentary on Netflix. I, I don't know if it's still on Netflix. I hope it is. Everybody should watch this shit. It's called... The Mask You Live In, I believe is the name of it. The Mask You Live In. And it's a documentary about how little boys Mm -hmm. are Mm -hmm. taught, like what we're taught about what it means to be a man and what masculinity is and don't feel that emotion and and suppress that shit and put on a brave face. And that's how we are conditioned to go through life. And it creates broken men it creates like emotionally retarded men who don't know how to feel and don't know how to express their emotions in a healthy way dude that shit that documentary honestly made me cry because i related to it so much like all that apathy was gone right growing up my dad my dad he used to whoop my ass right and i know that and like watching this documentary i just I see the patterns of behavior. Like, my dad used to come home and take out his day on me. Mm-hmm. But I know uh, it's because his dad came home and took out his day exactly on him mm-hmm. f- f- ten times worse than I got it. You know what I mean? And in his so eyes, he, would, he like, yeah, you got it way better normal. than I had. Yeah. And he would whoop my ass and tell me, stop crying like a bitch. Imagine being like, Seven, like, nigga, like eight, <laughs> eight, nine years old. You just got your ass whooped by a grown man. man. A grown man just whooped yeah. your ass, and you're a child, and so you're crying. And that grown man tells you, "Stop crying like a bitch." Like, imagine what that does to nah, you as a little you're, boy. You're like, fight, no, it really it, throws it you off. You down. Yeah, like, yeah. be a man. Like, a, yeah. I'm a boy, and and I'm super passionate about this. I've had a lot of conversations with women and men about this recently. I think that women also contribute to this because grandmothers, mothers, sisters, aunts, cousins, we do it too. Like, oh, stop acting like a girl. Mm. If a little boy is crying, he falls. You all right. Don't be crying like no little girl. You tell it to your nephews. You know, no, seriously, yep. we do that. And we also tell you suppress your emotions. You're like, why are you crying? Why are you over there? Set that shit up. But then as grown women, you find a man and you want to be like, tell me how you feel. Well, you already took that out of You already took that part out of it. You see what I'm saying? We, we beat it out of you, too. And then want to be like, oh, but why don't you talk to me? Hey, but you I ain't going to lie, you man. Just I, so, you know, like, I, we do. We're I ain't going to lie, though, man. I don't want to see no little boy crying and shit, man. Like, cut that shit yeah. out. Man. At the same time, like, you do want to know how to express your emotions in a healthy way. But at the same time. Hey, man, stop all that fucking yeah, crying. But, but it's at a the same kid. time, you don't, 
yeah. you don't want to raise a generation of men <laughs> yeah. who cries when Donald Trump <laughs> yeah, gets elected. Like, like, oh, like, like, yeah. like, what the fuck? Why? Why? Yeah, like, yeah. It's sad. But you know, like, because we, like, I've been having this, I've been, like, uh, telling her this for a long time, like, the, the dynamic of, like, men and women are changing so drastically. Like, like, men are becoming women. Like this is wild. No, keep going. <laughs> no, men are becoming women. Like I told her about like like for one, it now it's starting with the the image. Like men mm-hmm. are altering their image because they see women do it. Like plastic surgery is normal for well, a man. I don't now. think we're starting there. I think we've progressed there. It started yeah. with other things, right? Yeah, it started with other things, but I'm saying like the progression is coming. Like so now you see like more men are like, Oh, I don't care, I'll get a fake beard or I'll get a a sew in like curly top oh, or whatever. Oh, they start getting muscles Muscle injected pack. into the body. Yeah, yeah, the, pecs, like, the fake pecs. Yeah, they're getting fake pecs, fake abs, fake yep. shoulder yep. muscles, all yep. types yep. of These shit. These niggas out here insecure is a motherfucker right now, man. The internet didn't fuck people up, man. Social media got people fucked up, man. Hey, so speaking of men becoming women, I I I, I was having this 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 thought like, okay, I was thinking about the what I what I think causes a lot of miscommunication or misunderstanding between men and women. Like me and me and you, Dylan, we can sit here and we can crack some wild, nasty jokes. We can talk a Ooh, bunch man. of shit that we don't really mean. <laughs> yeah. We just say it because yeah, it's, it's funny. So funny man. But if you take your average woman and have her be a fly on the wall in a barbershop Look, and hear all the shit that we talk about in the barbershop, they would think that we are just disgusting oh, pigs, yeah, yeah. scum of the earth. <laughs> but we just say the shit because it's, it's funny fun. to say. Like, you all we want to do is laugh. And right. We want to talk shit. We want to laugh. That's it. So I think that causes a lot of miscommunication between oh, yeah, men yeah. and women. Is women don't understand how men think and how we act, and like a lot of times we don't mean man. the shit that True. we say. We just say that it's funny. So what I was thinking was like, man, all right. So we're in 2018, almost 2019, and I'm looking at all the progressive movements, and everybody is it's all judgment free and uh, love is love yeah. and all that type of shit. And I'm like, boy, I would not be surprised. All right, so <clears throat> men can relate to men, right? Yeah, and that yeah. creates a very uh, an easy relationship, right? It's easy for us to be friends because we understand each other, yeah, you know, on a certain wavelength. Yeah. So I would not be surprised if men dating transgender women becomes the new wave. Oh, hell no. Because your minds still think like you still understand each other and these doctors are getting good. These doctors are going <laughs> real good. Hey, Dr. Miami, that, that nigga boy. So if, so if you can take a man who thinks like you and understands you and then the doctor turns him into a woman that looks like a natural biological woman, you got the best of both worlds. And so you add that on top of the fact that like, Everything is getting progressive, so no, progressive, it is, it and everybody, is. all the judgment is going away, and everybody's just free to be to I, love whoever they want yeah. to be. Whoever, it's don't be way, surprised. Man. Don't I'm be, man, I'm women, we should be scared. You heard y'all it here first. Be yeah, yeah, they about yeah. to make your ass obsolete. Yeah. We got to do no. better, ladies. Women, we got to settle for a lot of shit now. Y'all wanted to, to be independent. Y'all wanted to be independent <laughs> and all this shit. Yeah, this is what oh, it's about. I'm as strong as he is. Y'all ass about to be obsolete. What I need you for? Exactly. But you know what? Um, I was thinking about it like when we were just talking about like emotion and stuff, and I was like, that to me. Other than, like, I think financial really doesn't come into play in a relationship until, like, you start mixing, like, you start living together and stuff. That's what I think financial. I think financial is one of the bigger reasons that people break up. But Mm -hmm. I think the biggest reason 
is because emotionally we are so different that we can't even understand each other or care to try to understand each other. Like that's where most of the fight start. It's about the littlest shit. Like it's yeah. never no big shit. It's like, and I think a lot of men, and I know I was one, like anytime I was messing with a girl and she give me any inclination that she going to be that type of the emotional person, I was gone. I was like, to me, that was drama. I'm like, I don't want no drama in my life. I'm drama free. So any girl that got some drama, I'm done. And I think a lot of dudes are feel and do the same thing. They like emotionally when a woman come with that shit, niggas is like, I'm out. And that goes back to what I was saying about emotional intelligence. That's emotional mm-hmm. retardation. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Look how much of that you're missing. You're probably not even <laughs> self-aware of how exactly, you feel. Exactly. You know what I mean? You 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 cancel out the whole <laughs> half aspect of the other person, like recognizing their emotions Man. and re- managing that mm-hmm. relationship. Like you emotionally retarded than the motherfucker. Yeah. I hey. took an online uh, a, a, a quiz or a little test or whatever, and it was pretty comprehensive. It was like 147 uh, multiple choice questions and uh, scale of one to five how much do you agree those type of questions yeah. it was like 147 questions and my emotional score out of 100 was 64 <laughs> <laughs> like nigga that's a deep that's a deep that's all man you did not pass yeah men are uh, it's, I was just having a conversation <laughs> with my homegirl and she was like talking about this guy she was she wanted to be with him but he was saying like essentially emotionally he's not ready he got a lot of shit he dealing with and she was like you know it just kind of like i'm like girl you he think he dodging you bitch you need to dodge him he come with a lot of fucking baggage Mm -hmm. you don't want that if he if he hasn't done with his shit like dealt with his shit and he doesn't even have the he he's aware that he has issues and you don't have the wherewithal to try to seek some sort of help get bitch run yeah. while you still can run hit that's the a, door on him that's an he's important crazy. thing in a in a in a, in a, a real adult relationship oh, a yeah, real yeah. adult serious relationship is being able to manage your emotions and express right. them and talk about them right? right men think that we're crazy no you're probably crazy because you have all this internalized stuff we okay yeah maybe I fly off the handle when I'm discussing what's going on with me but I'm just speaking passionately about it at least I have some passion in my emotion you don't even have any like there, there's something wrong with that well, that's yeah. the thing like and like for me um, like I just probably like a couple months ago I started seeing a the therapist like and it, like people was like what's wrong with you I'm like I, emotionally like I'm like I really feel like my emotions are like I don't have any like to the point like where I be thinking like what's wrong with me like like I go to a funeral and I can't even cry like mm. you know what I'm saying and these people I love I lost like it's hard for me to like deal with emotion like I'm still trying to learn how to deal with that shit so my therapist like ask me like what are you here for I'm like shit I don't know I'm here <laughs> talk to me <laughs> that's <Yeah>. so relatable <laughs> because like like so I know that I can feel emotions because mm-hmm. I like recently. I've known people that that passed away and like it, it hit me and I just think about all the things we went through and yeah. you know I cried I didn't cry at the funeral I was like I cried the night I found out and then I was by yourself yeah, right yeah yeah well n- nah in the house with my girl I, oh, okay. I poured up a drink let it all out um I know you're the only I know one how- who likes to cry in monologue <laughs> <laughs> I know <laughs> I like to cry alone yeah. that's a real psycho <laughs> shit. <laughs> No, so, Nobody um, see me cry. Nigga. I didn't cry, nigga. Um, and I know how I feel about my daughter when I'm hanging out with my yeah, daughter. Yeah. I'm talking to her like I, that stirs up emotion. So I know I can feel emotions, but I have a hard time connecting to other people's emotions. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. no matter like no matter how how much I know how I feel when I'm going through something, if somebody else is going through that, I'd be like, 
oh damn, that's wild, man. Like you know what I mean? Like I, I do not know how to help you. Time. So I, I I've thought about going to a therapist and trying to talk, yeah. but I just. <laughs> my dumb ass or my crazy ass or my weird ass, whatever I am, I start forecasting that conversation before I even get there. I'm like, okay, let me see. I'm going to get there. He's going to be like, so why are you here? And I'm going to just be like, shit, I don't know. Yeah. I need help with you something. You tell me, Doc. <laughs> I well, gave you. <laughs> well, well, what do you want to work on? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. And then I, I just I, I play this imaginary conversation in my head. Then I'm going to be like, man, fuck that. I yeah, yeah you can't help me. Yeah, you can't so help me. how does that go? Like, how, how long you been doing it? Uh, what, like three months now? I want to say, yeah, like three, yeah, like three months. You go once a week. And, uh, yeah, one, no, I do. Why I was doing once a week, but now I do every other week because okay. that shit do cost money. Yeah, like for sure. But my insurance cover, I got a, I got a copay. Okay. But my insurance cover, which is cool, a lot of people don't know. Like, if you got health insurance, like you have um behavioral health benefits. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what they call okay. this shit. So I found her online. Like I just started looking like providers, and it's cool because I do it like through video chat. Okay. Like, so I don't even have to go into the office. Like, I do it mm. in the comfort of my own. I could be driving down the street and put, uh, put on my that phone. That doesn't sound safe. Or, or productive. How can you concentrate on like, the conversation? Is this therapy or not? Because I'm driving, like, we no, on video. Because you, you pointed at the laptop. So I'm like, oh, okay, you're doing on the laptop <laughs> no, in the kitchen no. or something. <laughs> no, but you know, if you put your phone on the thing no. in the car, hey, come he, on, man. He, we can't even say therapy anymore. Get, get a real thing. I ain't never did I ain't never did that, but I'm just saying it. Well, don't I give us examples to. that you're not doing. He said, what are you doing, nigga? Well, I go online, yeah. Oh, my God. So, what you can do? What do you do? <laughs> I go online and it was and it was cool because like she asked me she was like well what is it that you need help I'm like I don't know I was like from what I've been reading up on and stuff and everything like I think I got anxiety mm-hmm. which I do uh, PTSD which I do which most people do most people do it's just that we not dealing with it or we never were was taught how to deal with people it. don't recognize it or recognize they, it. they feel it but they yeah. don't know what it is and they self-medicate with drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. that's what it is for real mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. like a lot I of people just telling him that PTSD. certainly and you know what's crazy is like for me like alcohol was something that i would use too like when i would feel like anxious like my anxiety because i feel like if if i was to smoke weed like weed like weed amplifies the voice will, in my head. It will lock you into that anxiety. <laughs> It'll put you in a fucking <laughs> hole. What? It will put you in a hole. Nigga, so look, I was doing that and I'm like, I noticed that the voice in my head got louder when I smoked. And hella negative, right? Hella just negative. Hella negative. You hella just think negative. about how much of a piece of shit you are and how bad your life is and Definitely why you're not where you're shit. supposed to be. Definitely a piece but of shit. But alcohol, no. <laughs> alcohol, it turned the voice off. Yeah. Now I don't hear like nothing. So like when and everybody I was, loves you. Yeah, everybody. You good. So when I would yeah. go out, that's why I always would drink the way I drink. Like I don't drink when I'm at home. Like I don't drink unless I'm in a social setting. Mm-hmm. Like period point blank. I could have a hundred bottles at home of liquor. I'm not gonna even touch them or think about them until somebody come over or something, or I go to a party, a bar, or something. But when I do drink, I think it's because when I'm certain places, I get real anxious about stuff. Like last night I was at a party. I'm just thinking about like that. Yeah, I'm just and I was feeling really, really anxious. I wasn't drinking, and I'm like looking around, like man, I hope these niggas don't start shooting. And I'm thinking about all type of like ill shit. Now imagine that. Imagine being in that mind frame and being high. Oh yeah, it's over. Looking like a psycho. I'm standing by the exit. (laughs) But I don't like not to not to pry too much or you can open up about it as much as you want. But has the therapist started drilling down to your childhood? 
Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, we okay. got there and like learning that's where, how to you know, they say stuff. like yeah. everything is from I'm, your childhood. I'm a firm believer that a lot from our foundation, right? Those were all of our issues, gen- from, mostly from our parents, because those are people that we are around. Your family, people that you spend mm-hmm. majority of your time around. That's where you get these things from. You, 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 we, we develop these things then and don't realize them. Like I, I think that's and your parents do it to you. Like, yeah, like you said yeah. with your dad, like. Pain is passed down. Yeah, they pass it. Thank like, you. pain is passed down. Like, Denzel was saying, I was listening to one interview he did. He was like, fathers, like, we pass our pain down to our children. And, like, and it just keeps going in a cycle. And it's like, we got to be able to break that cycle, but we never was given the tools. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, uh, like, minorities, like, black people and shit, like, we weren't given the same tools. And then even when we were introduced to the tools, we laughed at it like, Phew. You gonna pay that's to talk to somebody? Shit. Yeah, that's like, soft. Like you need to talk to nobody. Ain't nothing wrong with you. You crazy? Same thing for black women though, because in the opposite of how you guys are like, oh, like we're super emotional about other things, but a lot of times when it comes to ourselves, and I can I can speak specifically for me too. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very. I compartmentalize my own feelings. So it's like, this is in the pocket, it's in the drawer, and that's fine. I can put it there and keep it there. I don't have to focus on it. But when it comes to other, I could watch a movie and be like, oh, my God, I'm crying. Like, this lady came into my job, and she was talking about how her son committed suicide. I sat down with this lady, and I cried with her. But I have shit, like, going on with me that I'd be like, okay. And I think it's because, especially as black women, you're taught that you have to be so strong. And and for men, treat us like that, too, because you see your mom and you're like, oh, she was always so mm. strong. And I need me a strong black woman. And you put that shit on us. And I heard Taraji do this interview and she was like, you know, when I was able to kind of let that shit go. When somebody said, you strong, you be okay. And she was like, I'm not strong. I am weak today, <laughs> motherfucker. You ain't going to tell me. I can keep piling this shit on. I'm taking it all I'm taking it nah, all nah, off. I'm not strong. Stop it. Yeah, like, it, it, like even Dylan was telling me, like, oh, you need, like, you need to see a therapist because you have anger issues because I internalize my own shit. But, but I think that I kind of get it out with other people's emotions. Like, if you're going through something, I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, I feel like I'm uh, crying for you, but I might be crying for can, me, too, because it's, it's a lot coming on there. piggyback your own emotions and just kind of and get it off like purge everything that makes a lot of sense man i i I do think that like us men we need to uh we need to get in touch and it just get better at analyzing our i'm gonna call them he motions (laughs) (laughs) you need to analyze your he motions and be able to uh just express them in a in a healthy manner because a lot of us, probably all of us, was like raised by broken, unhealthy people yeah. who was raised by broken, unhealthy yeah. people. And it just, mm-hmm. you know, that going, shit, just, just, going, yeah. you don't know any better. But in this age of information, yeah. we don't really have, have much excuse. of an excuse. You know what I mean? And the next generation for sure don't have an excuse. Yeah. You know and what I mean? Like, but we can start now with reading up and learning about yeah. Mental emotions health, and how to just treat yeah. other people, how exactly. to interact with people. And we have to be an example to the next generation to yeah. let them know that it is okay to seek that sort of help. Like, to me, the next generation is doing a better job of it than we are already. Like, they're bringing awareness to us now that we're talking about it. Like, like people like rest, God rest his soul, Tentacion was making songs about suicide. And that generation is doing that a lot. Um, What's this? What's his name? Um, young boy never broke again. Yeah, 
he's talking about being depressed. Like they're making this kind of music now, and we didn't do that. We didn't have that, and they're teaching us and opening up the conversation for us to now have it. One concern I have about that, though, I do see that they're open about their their struggles with like depression, anxiety, <laughs> mental. But the illness drugs don't help. Exactly. Ain't none of them getting no help. That self medication shit yeah. is especially with Zans and Lean and shit. Like that's not the way to go. Like. It it's great that they're bringing awareness and they're 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 recognizing that they have something going on and they're opening up about it and they're connecting with people who is going through it. But now let's find a healthy way yeah. to, uh, to 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 uh, to deal with it. But that's where we come in. They open a conversation and we can bring some intelligence to it. There yeah. we go. But a lot I of like us that. don't have it. And like, and for me, like I think that's a big thing that people fail to realize. Like when you are trying to be in a relationship or looking to be with somebody is like you gotta work on yourself first. first. You know what I mean? Like you can't be an unhealthy person like mentally and shit and then go and spew all that shit on to the next person and you wonder why like mm-hmm. oh your relationship didn't work. Like motherfucker you didn't work on yourself. Like you was you so concerned about being in a relationship but you didn't put any work into knowing yourself figuring out why you do shit that you do. You know what I mean? Like, and not to say, not, that's not a knock on anybody that hasn't done that because everybody you know, does it on their own time. Like, I Some just, people never do it. I probably started, like, doing, like, more self-exploration, like, once I hit, like, 28. That's when I started, like, learning more about myself, like, why I do some of the shit I do, why this makes me mad, why this don't make me mad. Like, and, and that's I, what got me here. Yeah, you know I, I mean? think, I, I, I really honestly think that Men, we don't mature until right around 30. Yeah. Right around 30 is when we really start to, like, come into our maturity, our our emotional maturity. Most of us. Yeah. Most yeah. of us. And, and, you know. 30 if you like. <laughs> and what you said about, like, knowing yourself, that kind of ties back into the, bitches, we back up again. Let me tell you why. Uh, <laughs> we back we on time. Here we go. Okay. Talk back into what you said about like transgenders and men maybe being able to fall easily into that. Mm-hmm. Now let me tell you why it don't it works, but it doesn't work. Because can you imagine being with somebody who feels they were born in the wrong body and the baggage, the emotional baggage that they carry, and them trying to unpack that? I don't but know I mean, if I could be with someone that is carrying that much of a load. Bitch, I'm still trying to unload my own shit. But no, by, the time, true, but by the time they transition, they back in the right body. Right? Yeah, but, but well. you still feel you were born in the wrong body. And you mm-hmm. have all these, your psyche of what people think about you and where you at and why did this happen to me and why God, you know, it's mm. so much. Yeah. Think about it because I was watching a documentary about a little boy at seven, five or seven years old. His parents let him start dressing like a little girl mm-hmm. because That's he, nuts. no, he, they said since he was able to talk, he felt he should have been a girl. And they knew it was extreme when he tried to go into the bathroom and cut his penis off one day. Oh. Yes. Can you imagine? Whoa. So you get it with somebody, <laughs> yeah, at 30, you didn't, change, you didn't change, but you have been dealing with this since as long as you can remember. That's a lot. That's crazy. You know what? You're going to be in therapy forever for that. And For, like, as far as people with, with little kids like that, like five, eight years old or whatever, that feel like they might have been born in the wrong body and they want to uh, dress like the opposite sex and, you know, either play with dolls or play with fire trucks, whichever way it's going. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, that's just self-expression. Mm-hmm. And personally, I think that it's not... Personally, I, I don't think that that's the worst thing in the world. My issue is 
when people start putting those children on hormones mm-hmm. at that mm-hmm. age. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, like you, you have to wait. Because like, they yeah, gonna change. Do. They can change their mind. They like, can change their mind. It like, could be a phase, and this happened before. I know people are gonna say, oh, "Who are you to say how somebody feels?" Like? <laughs> Look, there's, there's testimonies of people who grew up thinking that they were born in the uh-huh. wrong body. Then they hit a certain age, and they were like, and "Oh no, that delivered. was a phase. That was a phase." Now like, I remember, like, so it's fucking crazy that people are putting like 10 year olds and 12 year olds and even mm-hmm. younger five year olds mm-hmm. on hormones to change their body chemistry like that's child abuse if you ask right. me yeah if yeah, you that, ask that, me yeah. you, are, you, you are tampering baby's ears, you can't give a child hormone you are treatment. tampering with now. somebody's fucking brain chemistry how do you let your child tell you what to do that's what i'm trying to figure out like i can never tell my mom like oh this is what i want to do and she gonna be like all right, that's what you do. But like, see, aren't we? Didn't we discuss that though? Talking about how your parents force their shit onto you and how they feel. You can't do that. Your child is their own individual person and self. How can I? You, you know, you can't tell me what you're gonna do, but you can talk to me about it. You can tell me how you feel. Yeah, you it's dangerous keep... for you not to even open that communication with your child for them to talk to you. I about agree. That. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Like, because y'all don't have any kids, right? No, no not yet. Okay, so when you have a kid, you will understand. Like, you will understand that. You don't want to like your main, your main objective is to not fuck your kid's head up. Yeah. <laughs> that's your main objective. At and least I know for that's me, a hard thing to at do. At least for me, yeah. everything is like I don't want this to fuck her head mm-hmm. up. You know what I mean? So you, that's powerful. You'll, you'll find that um, that you'll let a lot of shit go with your kid. You'll let your kid develop into who they want to develop into yeah. as long as they stay within the rules of not hurting other people and mm-hmm. not stealing and not telling lies. Yeah. Like, you let your kid... Certain ex- parameters. Ex- mm-hmm. Yeah. There's levels to it. You you have to allow your kid a certain level of freedom. Otherwise, they end up repressing shit. They end up feeling spiteful or an- mm-hmm. animosity or then they start yeah, lashing yeah, out when they yeah. get into their teenage years and early 20s and shit so you want your kid to feel like they can express themselves as a, as an individual because you don't know what they're thinking you don't know how that child is feeling within yeah. themselves so you have to allow your kid a certain amount of uh wiggle room like you have to give them some some leniency um but just make sure that just make sure that they remain a good person as long as they're being a good person you mm-hmm. have to let them be who they are mm-hmm. that's yeah. i think that's what you'll find when mm-hmm. you eventually have a kid and you start to see your kid develop their personality yeah <clears throat> that's what you'll find now that's yeah that's like one of the things i like i'm excited about is like figuring out how to be a parent and shit how to be a good parent not just a parent but like how to be a, a good parent and like make sure that you just raise a healthy um happy human you know yeah. what i mean yeah. like yeah. That's it. And I really have faith that our generation is starting to break that cycle. Yeah. No, I yes. do. I see it. Yes. I see it. Like, everybody I know that has kids, like, they are great fucking parents, yeah. man. Like, well, not everybody, but everybody everybody <laughs> that, I, that I really, really know, yeah. like, they're great fucking parents. I see some bullshit going on, on the internet. But. I think it's just the fact that we have so much, so much more information than mm-hmm. our parents and our grandparents yeah. had, yeah. and we have so much easy quick access mm-hmm. to that mm-hmm. information. Yeah, yeah. We just have a much better understanding of how humans develop yeah. and how we should be interacting with each other that I think we're starting to break that cycle and that I think the next generation is going to do an even better job of breaking that cycle yeah. of oh, yeah, unhealthy yeah, yeah. people. Yeah. And I think my mom did a stellar job of that. Like she really allowed me to express myself and be creatively who I was like 
my mom, I don't remember, I remember getting one whipping as a child, mm. seriously. Like, my mom would put me on punishment Man. for, like, two days. No, seriously. At most, like, my mom was, <laughs> like, I, I got smacked in my mouth a few times because I had, I've always had a slick mouth. But aside from that, like, my mom really allowed me to be me, and it helped me to just, like, individually as a person, it just helped me to develop into myself without her trying to so much mold me, but allowing me to just fit into whatever mold at that time yeah, I chose was, to fit into. Your mom was tripping. Did she let you have like a drawer full of like crab legs or something? <laughs> okay. No, she didn't know. <laughs> this, is, this is what I mean by her allowing me to express myself though. She did let me take the crab legs home. <laughs> we went out she had like a drawer full of oh, crab my. legs. Oh <laughs> my. <laughs> first of all, I was a kid. I didn't know I couldn't do it. I thought they were going to be lucky. It was like a, a lucky claw. A claw. <laughs> and I put that claw into a plastic like bag. Like a rabbit's No, seriously. And I put it in my drawer in the hallway. And we always live with my grandparents. My grand, my granddad must have been real mad for like a week. He was like, what is that smell? I'm like, oh, oh I shit, know. they're getting close. I see. I know, no. <laughs> and now, this nigga went through my drawer. He found my Are you getting oh, warmer? Getting you know, warmer. Yeah. You're hot, hot, <laughs> hot. And I had it for weeks in there. So you can imagine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, it's crazy is now I see what you were trying to do. Now I figured it out. Y'all remember um, Sugar Free Song? <laughs> he said, no, uh, was oh, it on that song when he was like, she put the goat in? You want to smell like the big girl? <laughs> there you go. I figured it out. Mickey. I figured and it out. And my mom was hella mad too because I did. I stashed it in my underwear drawer. <laughs> she, was, she made me take everything I out and watch. But she wasn't. She, that's what I'm saying. She knew something was wrong, but she wasn't going through the stuff. She was like, "Do you have anything?" I'm like, "No, mom." <laughs> no, nah, see, I think dumb, I though. think your mom had the right idea, especially mm-hmm. with the whoopings, because I got my ass whooped Man. on a weekly basis at least. Yeah, no, she you know what I mean? And it was over dumb shit. It was over, looking back now, it was over a lot of dumb shit, and I really think that my pops used to take out his day on me. You know what I mean? And I just, with my daughter, um, when she was when she was small, she would get like a smack on the hand or a smack on the butt. But she's about to be eight, and she hasn't got any type of mm-hmm. spankings whatsoever since she was like four or whatever. Yeah. We just we yeah. talk to her. We talk it out with her. And if you treat them like that, they'll be much more open with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You, like yeah. once they know that there's um, and this is just my personal experience. I don't want to tell anybody what to do with their kids or what works for their kids. This works for my kid, me and my kid. It works for us that we just talk about it. If she knows that if she does something wrong, we're going to talk about it. She won't necessarily be in trouble. I'm not going to yell and scream at her. I'm not going to spank her. None of that shit. We just talk about it. And I feel like um, just her her level of not wanting to disappoint her parents mm-hmm. is enough. It's enough. It's enough. It is. So when, when I talk to her and I tell her, um, you know, we talk about, I'll, I'll open up the floor. I'll be like, all right, so what happened? Tell me your side of it. I'll let her tell the whole side of it and then we kind of break down each part of it like yeah. and I'll point it out like okay well do you do you think that you could have said this differently or do you think you should have listened when your mom told you to do that like alright so now next time we know that this is how we go about it right yeah. like like, there's no need for me to put my hands on her no need for me to yell and scream yeah. and cuss at her like just talk it all because out because in reality yeah. like when you think about like getting your ass whooped like it's a pass down from slavery you it is too you whipping but it's you go right thing. back to doing the, the same, same shit thing. you did you yeah. didn't learn nothing all you learned was that you got an ass whooping for doing this and you go right back and do the shit again yeah. like you nobody talked to you about what you did why it was wrong 
yeah. and understood where you was coming from. They just like ass whooping. Okay, bye. No, yeah. my brother. Now I didn't speak for him. He got a lot of whippings. <laughs> <laughs> he was bad, but she talked to him, and then she whipped him, and then she talked to him like he said. But he hit the same thing. But I think me- the mentality of it, it is a pass down from slavery, like whippings or something. That's a punishment. It's a form of punishment, mm. and it's something that we took with us. Like, okay, when you in trouble, you got to be punished. You don't know what the fuck that's about. And it's child abuse. Exactly. In my opinion, that's abuse. And my mom was great though. Like when we were young, she put us in family counseling, like because my dad wasn't there, and she thought it was important that Your we were able had to talk shit about figured that. Out. Yeah, man, I'm not kidding. He was hella progressive. Bro, she had shit figured yeah. out. She, like, uh, I didn't have nothing. I didn't have none of that. <laughs> we didn't have none of that shit. She was aware. She she put us in like. The rights, like she took us, she didn't put us in the schools in our neighborhood, in our mm. area. Like my mom had me go on a Brentwood Science Magnet. She's like, it's important that you learn things here. Like she was really good about that. Like, see, and that's the opposite of what we was talking about passing down earlier. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that type of shit is going to be passed down yeah. and create mm-hmm. a healthy, emotional person down yeah. the line. So your so. family got a head start over Definitely. some of the people that Definitely. did it. So that's cool. Um, you know, I was just thinking about it. it was a point you made earlier about um, like um, this nigga the same his lips hard as fuck. The same <laughs> that shit this out loud. The same the same sex like being together and like yeah. like clashing. Mm. And I was thinking about it because you see so many girls. I remember at one point like every girl that I dated like turned gay after I stopped fucking with them, and then they came right back. It was like it was something you was doing. It was something in the juice. You was fucking my That nigga was giving out bad cheese. <laughs> hey, they came yeah. back. They came back though. They came I'm back. Of a boyfriend, this would have to be for her to be like, you know what? I quit I'm, men I'm all together. <laughs> all That's men. what I'm saying. Like, damn, what the fuck? Like, did oh, I do? you're not you're not fucking with Dylan. No, I'm not fucking <laughs> with men. And then they God figured out damn. that women was just like them, and they had to come back. Yeah, they came right back. <laughs> we can't both oh, be he, nagging guys. They're not gonna treat me like he did. Funny. I got a cousin who in high school, uh, two of his girlfriends ended up being gay and then fucking with him. They had something in common. They had a couple no, things in common. Yeah. Like, oh, we relate. We know we know what we don't we like. We know ancient niggas for real. Hey, what's up with the um the the new prevalence in open relationships? Ooh. Y'all up on that? Because yes, this this is what yes. I've heard. I heard a statistic and I was trying to pull it up to verify it and I couldn't verify it, but I'm going to say it like it's true anyways. I heard that right now in America, there's more people in open relationships than there is in gay and lesbian relationships. What I I heard was gay and and lesbian relationships is somewhere between 2 and 5% of the population and open relationships is somewhere in the neighborhood between 5 and 15%. Yeah, yeah, I I was agree. So think you think it, about like how many, how many gay men, how many lesbians mm-hmm. are in relationships, mm-hmm. and you multiply that by two or three, and that's approximately how many open relationships mm-hmm. is in America right now. Do y'all I, have any thoughts on that? I do. I think it kind of runs into what he was saying, which is kind of like a subsidiary of this uh, temptation. Like it kind of takes out the temptation of relationship if we're able to bo- like do what we want. But then I also want to define an open relationship because people really, they have these, like, sordid definitions oh. of it. Like, oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It? no, no, op- nigga, it's, like, it's open? open for me. Who's open? It's open for me. The door's not open. <laughs> the window is. You're sneaking out. I'm still in here. No, I've known, I've known quite a few people in open relationships. The problem was only one of them knew that, <laughs> knew that it was open. <laughs> like, I worked with a girl who was saying she was in an open relationship. And really, I think what it was is her and her, well, 
I came to find I came to find out that her and her boyfriend were really getting along. They were still together, living together, like acting like a couple, but they were both doing their own and they were open about I'm I'm going I'm going out tonight. Mm. I'm not, <laughs> I'm going out tonight. Yeah. I may be back, I might not be back. That's but wild. I think it's something about like it it's even like me and Dylan, I like everybody. Like, I don't know any friends who haven't had a threesome. We've discussed it, and I was like, I don't know if I can do it. First, I just don't know if I can eat vagina. Wait, Th- did you but, say you don't know anyone who hasn't? No, had a I know. No, I know. It, damn near everybody I know has done it. What? I yeah, said like, I don't know anyone who hasn't like, done it. Threesome I don't know is anyone big, who hasn't. like open relationships. Like threesome is much, it's just as big as that. Yeah, I, I think feel like now. women are into the pleasing right now. It's, I know so yeah, many women us. who are feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Like they need to try these things, or 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 people are just open to it. You just people don't want to. We I think we're we're leaving the like you said technology is catching up, and we're leaving the conventional state of everything. Everything is so unconventional now. We're just stepping. We're trying to create our new our own footprints, and I don't want to step into anything that was there before. And yeah. so now people are just open to exploring things, and we're ha- my stomach is going. <laughs> <laughs> we're open to conversations about exploring it. Like it's crazy. Yeah, thing, a lot of things that were previously abnormal are becoming yeah. normalized. Yeah, there's no taboo anymore. Yeah, Everything yeah. is yeah. like. Cool. A lot of like, taboo is gone. Like for me, um, I'm sorry, women, but I'm about to talk shit about y'all. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> not like y'all not used to that. It's the women. That, like women. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. Here we go. Here we listen. go. Here. Oh, I, I can't, can't wait. I can't wait. I can't how. wait. The women are are just allowing their men to do this because they like either I'm gonna keep this nigga or he's gonna go and do the shit either way. So let me let him do what he do. In order to keep it, because think about it, like you look on social media and women see the shit. You see all these women. I mean, like if I just scroll down anybody's timeline, I don't care if it's your timeline, your timeline, my timeline. I'm going to see a a lot of ass and titties, Mm -hmm. a whole lot of ass and titties. For sure. And it's so much. I think it's it's so much temptation out there for everybody. But I think it's it's a lot more for the men. I think that's very sexually. Sexually, get out of here. It is, get and then like here. women, a lot of women they want to be in relationships so bad or say that they have somebody that they're willing to just open it up. Like, oh, go ahead, man. Just make sure you come back home. Hey, have you ever? I, I know somebody exactly <laughs> like that right now in that situation. I see it all she, day. She wants to be with this man so bad that she is willing to. Not even turn a blind eye because she has caught him with bitches several times. I'm sorry for laughing at you, baby. Still, like, still wanting to be with him, still wanting to, like, do anything to keep him. She's probably getting begging, her penis on the side. Begging him to come. I don't think so. Women, women do this all the time. So. You know now, why? Because I women want to be in relationship with good be, guys. I would be surprised if that's the case. But I'll say that. Those good guys usually are headed out trash ass penis okay for real so women want to be in open relationships too we want it yeah, <laughs> women I are could, like yeah, yeah I, I want to do it, do it like, too like for us like if you was to say like let's have an open relationship I would like nah I'm just if it's open for me cool <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> If it's open but, for you too, no. Because for every Instagram baddie and model that you see with her titties out, it's a regular dude with his shirt on DMing, like, what's up with you? Oh, it Hitting your, it's the same thing. No, so it is. It's, it's, listen, we have a smorgasbord of options. No, the temptation is there, like, you, it's there. We was at a party last night, 
But yeah. are women wired like that? Are women wired to like... 100%. Yeah. The same way yeah. dudes do shop talk, I wish you guys could be a fly on the wall yeah. to women. All we talk about is, did you see that? They got them sweats over there, though. Mm-hmm. Like, for real, the same. Yeah. Like, oh, he's fine. Right, right. I understand looking, admiring, and talking all and, that and shit. And doing. Following through. And doing. Women and are wired have, to follow I, through. And I doing. Think, yeah, I think doing. so because, Fully. like she said, like, they get so many um, propositions. Like, they get proposition oh uh, yeah they got way more options like than we do. options like you know what i'm saying and and it's it, so easy just to slip into it and just be like yeah now nah, women time. man women are still man like women are savage man like i was telling my boy last night he was asking me he like man let me ask you this question he's like because you married and you a real nigga he like how do you come? He didn't say that. You just slipped that in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, he actually didn't. He, actually didn't. he said you were hey, not. Shout out, shout out my nigga, man. You married. One of those two is not true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you married. Well, he basically and was like, real. and, and you're no. a real nigga. And you right. got so he much money. He basically was saying, like, so handsome. <laughs> right. let me get yeah. your opinion on this. <laughs> he basically was saying, like, I knew the kind of career you had, so let me get your opinion on it. And, um, <laughs> but you know, I've took I my journey up a long time will. ago, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I reviewed your resume and I, I, I had some saw, questions. I saw a lot of pussy stamps. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, yeah, like, how do you come to this type of shit and like resist all the temptation? Like, all these women around here. And I was like, nigga, I see them. I was like, just like you see them, I see them. But I was like, it's the thing, like, is you think that. In a relationship, niggas think that they the only ones that see other people. Like, your girl see other niggas, too. It's the same thing. Like, the temptation doesn't go away. Like, people think, like, oh, like, I've had a conversation with some of my friends. They're like, I can't get married until the temptation is gone. It never leaves. It never leaves. It's sure. never going to be gone. It's it's how you it's how you treat and act in your relationship. Like, if you getting everything at home and you still looking for something on the side, then you just being greedy. Which most people are. Most people are being greedy and they just want to just have someone on the side. And it's the cool thing for guys. It's a cool thing to be able to talk with their homeboys about like, oh, man, I just smashed this little bitch last night. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, I feel like that was probably the case in our younger days. Like, it was cool to brag about who you just smashed this week and then last the week before that. And, oh, you should have seen her. Like, I feel like that was the cool thing to do in our younger days when we were single. But, <clears throat> like... At this stage in life, when you really build something like really real with somebody, when you are really like building life with somebody and then you see what infidelity does to that type of relationship and you see how everything just falls Mm -hmm. apart and just whole life got to start over. Like you just. Yeah, you're like, I'm cool. Yeah, (laughs) you just just look at it like. Yeah, she fine. It ain't worth it. Not worth it. It's not worth doing that. It's not worth doing that to your partner and, and betraying them like that. Yeah. And then just having your both of your whole lives just ruined. Yeah. Like you spend Ripped. all these years building building up and building what you what you have with each other for years. Man, just the fuck and up. just one night Ooh, it could man. just topple everything. And I've seen mm-hmm, it. I've seen mm-hmm. it happen. Mm-hmm. Bro, mm-hmm. I'm talking about engaged, pregnant, house, the whole shit. Infidelity Gone. wiped out everything, Ooh, and, and now you stuck in this. Now you stuck in this situation where now you got a kid, and you got to deal with each other after one of you caught the other one cheating. Exactly. And now yeah, it's just like nasty. so much animosity nasty. there yeah. for yes. the next however many years Ooh. it takes to deal with that shit. And you just well, look well, at well, a situation well. like that, like hey. not worth it. Hey, and man, it's the it's trust. Sh- once you break trust, it's it, it, trust is such a funny fickle thing because once you break it, it's it's like snapping at the skinniest twig. 
it's hard to put it back together. It, it takes a lot and a lot, a lot of work, patience, and time to put trust together. You can't put a time limit on how long it takes for someone to try to rebuild trust with you. You it, it, Once you fuck that up, it's so hard to get that back. So like you said, that should have toppled in a matter of a night. And you felt good, but how good do you yeah. feel now? Hey, one, shout out to everybody night. that's still in their relationship that got cheated on. <laughs> But the open relationship (laughs) shit, I was listening to another podcast where they were talking about open relationships and they kind of, uh, they made an analogy with um, like investment portfolios. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people feel like they don't want to like put all the eggs in one basket. Exactly. Like you don't want to invest everything you have into one stock. You're going to buy some stock here. You're going to buy some stock Mm -hmm. there. You're going to get some bonds uh, some mutual funds, whatever the fuck. I'm not. Um, I'm not yeah. an economist or nothing. But, <laughs> but yeah, I get you get the saying. point. Yeah, yeah. Is like people don't want to put all their eggs in one basket. They are starting to spread themselves out a little bit. And I mean, as long as you two are on the same page about it, yeah. as long as you yeah. talk about it and you understand it and you set parameters and set boundaries and um, keep the communication wide open, like I don't see a problem with it personally. Yeah, I don't. I'm. I'm pretty much 100% that I couldn't be in no open yeah, relationship. Yeah, no, I definitely like, couldn't do it. I couldn't. I, I like, ain't got the stomach Could you imagine, <laughs> could you imagine <laughs> your girl getting ready, getting dressed up, like, are you going I'm talking out? to like, you about <laughs> it. Yeah, you know she about to be getting we, drilled we, at the end of the night nah, and bro, then coming bro. home to you to kiss you on the mouth? Yeah, nah, what? Bro, bro. What? Oh, if I come home and take a shower first. Okay, yeah, there you go. That makes it all better. As long as you shower. you Go wash that pussy before you sit on my face. Yeah, come back. Round two. Round Bro, two. I could not. I can't do it. I can't. Just imagine a sweaty nigga just pounding your girl no, with, with his shoes still on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they got Tim's on. He's smashing her face all in the pillows. Nah, and while you at Ill, home, bro. while you at home watching Sports Center, yeah, that's, that's anxiety on Tim. Texting her phone. That was it. What, what time you coming home? What, what time? Forty eight minutes later, she texts you. My bad, I was busy. I'm on my way. I wish you like. Nah, I'm gonna bring you some food home. <laughs> I mean, me I'm sure we. Up. I mean, I know. I'm gonna just say, I'm sure all of us in this room have been cheated on. Probably. Yeah. Not to my knowledge. Oh, but, never. But never. I'm sure, I'm look sure, at you with I'm that sure record. It's happened. No, no, no. I haven't been in many relationships. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> I was like, I how'd you do like, it? Not many. Yeah. Not I'm many like serious relationships. That shit, boy. No. That shit happened to me a couple times, man. And that shit fuck you up. And I know I have friends that that shit that shit will ruin your whole like idea of being in a relationship. Like where you'll meet somebody that's a a great girl, but you'll fuck it up just because you have this thought in the back of your mind that she's going to eventually do the same thing that the other girl did mm. to you. So like you said, like you were saying about investment portfolios, like so now niggas is like, no, I got to have it here, 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 because just in case this one, she cheat on me, at least I got you this can to move, fall. You can move I that can money move, to yeah, somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? And you... Close mix, that account and move and it back to yeah. Back to say that men are emotionally retarded. Like, we are. Like, that's how we deal with Because shit. how long can that last? Oh, forever. Yeah, but think about in your old age, you 75. <laughs> Who's taking you to your doctor's appointment? <laughs> hopefully, hopefully you had a daughter or somebody. Yeah. Here, <laughs> hopefully you got a couple of them knocked up. <laughs> yeah. and you, better, yeah, you better hope you have a daughter because she'll take care of you. But I'm just saying, you know, as you get older, that's when you want someone because you become lonely. You For spend sure. a lot more time at home. Yeah. So generally. So what do y'all think makes people get to the point of an open relationship? Like where they're like, all right, let's let's do this. 
I mean, I'm sure it's different for everybody, but I could see one aspect of it just being um, like if I, I could see people in relationships, the spark goes away. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like, like the physical, yeah. mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like the, I could see people getting tired of fucking the same person. And yeah. even though you love this person, you want to, you know, you want to venture out. You know, men love new pussy, mm-hmm. right? Especially in younger days, like men love new yeah, pussies. It's like, the idea of it, yeah. even if it's, it's trash. Like stepping in new shoes, even if it's new cars, <laughs> yeah. fucking amazing. Car. <laughs> no, <laughs> but even if it's trash, it's just the idea that it was new. Yeah, it was new to you. So I could see that being, I could see that playing a factor in it. Um, but shit, who knows? I don't know. I've never considered being in an open relationship or like what the pros and cons were because it just isn't something that really sits with me. It's never been something that Mm -hmm. I've really considered. And like how men love new pussy, I think women like new dick, but women like the new chase. I've always heard that women women like they, they, they end up like, uh, Going back to who they know or what they know. Yeah, of usually it's somebody familiar. Somebody. Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. A, that's how we also stay open. First off, ladies, that is a that's the number one. <laughs> I don't want to give this this gym away to Come men. On, nah, give but, up the game. But that's how Let's we go. don't get numbers too high. You always go back to old dick. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, if I stay on one, I'm cool. That's yeah. not two. That's that one still. Yeah. That's that one. It's a repeat. Back. It's yeah. a repeat. Yeah. Ain't no double dipping. That don't count. <laughs> no, that's, but, that's double jeopardy. And I was thinking about it because I was like. I was thinking if I know anybody in an open relationship, and I do and I kind of don't, but the situation I'm thinking about is that they were never actually together, but they put themselves together, if you guys get what I'm saying. Like, it never was a relationship to begin with, but they cohabitated and did all these things Uh. together. So now it's a quote unquote relationship. That's a relationship, man. Fuck what you talking about. Can we call it an open relationship if... People are together, and like we, like if I know you're cheating on me, like I'm complicit in it. That's open. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. If we've been together for ten years, I know you've been cheating on me for the last eight. That's open to me. Oh yeah. If we don't have to talk about it, but we know what's going yeah. on. That's pretty open because yeah. I'm not. I'm not complaining about it. I'm not getting upset about it. Which means is if I'm the woman, I'm probably open to get my own dick on the side oh, yeah. too. That's why I, I'm not complaining. Definitely. All them See, hours but, you spend away, she could do the I same. But I know way. a lot but of people like that. But he ain't like going that. for that if he find out about it. He don't uh, even care. He don't ask because mm, he don't care. I know a lot of people like that. You don't. He don't ask because shit. Neither one of us is happy. It's a situation. That, that means he really don't like you. That means he really don't like. If a nigga ain't asking or caring. He really do not like you. Or you don't ask Any questions kind of that you don't want to know the answer to. Because you already that know what true. the answer is. That is true. And I don't have time to spark up an argument about what I'm doing, too. No, we have, listen, we haven't had this conversation in the last now, five tell, years. I'm not interested damn, in doing boy, this shit now. People are so scared of being alone. That you do damn near anything. People are so scared of being alone. It is a scary thought, though, man. Like, Can you imagine like waking up in a world, same world. Like, Just imagine you woke up tomorrow morning and you don't know anybody. Like anybody. Mm-hmm. Like your family gone, your girl gone, every your friends, everybody's gone. You don't know anybody. Yeah. You could meet people. You could there's still people in the world. You can meet people. Just imagine that feeling like where, like you just alone. It's the discomfort of starting over too. Yeah, yeah, because it's a process. It's a long ass process. Most of the time, it's a waste of time. I think we talked about this on the first episode. Um, <clears throat> like think about how many people you have talked to or gotten involved with and started something with 
and look how many people you ended up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's say you have, let's say it's 30 people in your past, you ended up with one, you wasted your time 29 times. times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, there's lessons you learn along the way, but... Some of those I mean, lessons I didn't need, damn it. <laughs> and but, some of that dick I want to take back. But for, all the, but for all intents and purposes, you wasted your time 29 times. So yeah. it's like people don't want to start over because you know how that cycle goes. Yep, right? yep. It's taxing on you. And I know that this kind of works right here. I, we can get along as far as this. And if we can just ignore the other shit, we'll be fine. If we can just not communicate about a few things, we'll be okay. <laughs> nah, I can't I can do it, man. Like, my relationship, like, any, I always tell myself, like, if I get into a relationship, like, I have to be able to be me. And then I just said, like, the person I'm with, like, we got to be able to have fun together. Like. We was at the party together last night. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, y'all always turning up. Together. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like we go everywhere together. If she don't want to go, that's cool. I'll go by myself or vice versa. She'll go by herself, but we'll go together wherever. Like, I don't care. Like, it doesn't feel like a task. I'm like, oh. yeah, like I don't feel like I'm bringing the ball and chain with me. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, no, no, no. Yeah, you don't want that. You don't want that. Yeah, it's dope when you can go do shit together. Like when you have common interests, mm-hmm. or even if you adopt each other's interests yeah. and go just to spend time and experience new things and have fun together. Like that shit is nah, the that's shit. Big. That's mm-hmm. big. That shit is dope. Was y'all gonna do mushrooms together? Yeah, yes, we we're waiting, super yeah, interested in doing that. Okay, <laughs> that's gonna okay. be awesome. I'm still trying to find a plug. I mean, I, I, I have the plug. I mean, um, I don't have the plug. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't I have, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, not a plug. Um, nowhere to be found. <laughs> <laughs> but I might know a guy who might know a guy who might know a guy. Um, did y'all have any specific plans for it or any? Because the first time I did it, I went to. Uh, I ate I ate the mushrooms on my and I took a, a low dosage. I, I did my research. I found out like how much is a high dosage, mm-hmm. and then I just kind of cut that in half. And that's what you I would what do. I mean? mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I I took a low dose because it was my first time. I didn't know what to expect. I've heard all these horror yeah. stories about people Ooh. flipping out, tripping <laughs> out, and shit. So I took a low dosage, <clears throat> and we went to the beach. That's what they say is like try to be in nature. Try mm-hmm. to avoid like. Uh, super congested areas. Like, you don't want to be downtown somewhere or you don't want to be at a mall or no shit. Like, like you want to be out in nature, um, kind of away from people. And so I took a low dose. We went to the beach, man. And um, Nighttime or daytime? Daytime. Daytime. Beach in the daytime. And it was a trip, man. When it kicked in, it felt like when when ecstasy first kicks in. When yeah. ecstasy starts Ooh. to kick in and it, it's kind of like a dream state and you just start feeling man. good. That's how it felt. And then as it got a little bit more intense... Um, I remember like just colors being more vibrant and it was one of those days, you know, in the daytime, sometimes the moon is visible. Yeah. It was one. So I'm at the beach. I got the water. I got the sand. I got the sound of the ocean and I'm just thinking about things and I look up and the moon, a full moon was out in the daytime and it just looked so big it looked like the shit was like, like right, right there it seemed has. like i could just reach up and pluck it out that the air amazing. like it was dope man <laughs> and it opened up um on last maybe like two podcasts ago or three podcasts ago i was talking to uh dre and, and my boy tony about what language is and this came to me when i was on mushrooms <clears throat> and language language is basically telepathy language mm-hmm. is basically mind reading mm-hmm. yeah. like the, the thoughts form in my brain and I make sounds with my, my vocal mm-hmm. cords, my tongue, my lips. I make sounds that just vibrate the air. Your ear picks up those vibrations and then your brain interprets the sounds that I made mm-hmm. that were my thoughts. My thoughts became sound waves that traveled into your ear and became thoughts. So mm-hmm. your your mind is reading my mind just through 
sounds that sound, I made yeah. in mm-hmm. in the air. And that shit came to me on mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> like mushrooms is wild. Like yeah, that shit nah, is that amazing. Shit amazing that, that shit, shit is amazing, amazing, man. And um, like I said, I took a low dose. I'm gonna probably up the dosage next time I do it, just because they're starting to uh, like it's, it's such a mind expanding drug. You know oh, what I mean? Okay. Like it's very introspective, and it makes you think about things in ways yeah. that you never thought of, or appreciate things that you wouldn't normally have. And yeah. they're you starting did it before. To, this is why I always say, I, like, I did, but I didn't. Because I'm not sure if it was mushrooms or not. <laughs> like, I, never, I never said that to you. What? I'm not sure what they really gave me. What but did it look like? How, hold a friend on. of mine told me about his mushroom experience. And when I did it after, I was like, um, no, I didn't feel like that. Like no, it's like uh, you don't sh- like you don't like shirt. like yeah. <laughs> Somebody gave me a wet stick. <laughs> no, it was in food, so I'm no cop. I I thought it was, but my experience was not like that. So I'm like, I don't was know. Yeah, you don't know. Was it was it it was. I don't feel like I hallucinated like that. Like yeah, my thoughts became like real. Like it became reality to me. If I was thinking it, it happened. Mm. It was, but it. I felt more like it was a trippy thing. Like somebody probably gave me a pill. I don't feel like I was trippy, trippy like that. I felt like it was a different experience. Like were you, you like, niggas were, were trying to get some ass or something or? tonight. I don't know mm-hmm. what happened here. Oh yeah, definitely they was trying to get some ass. Yeah, well that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> it just because. Are you sure? Because you didn't manifest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That wasn't the thought of mine. I was like, oh, yeah, no. well, he didn't manifest a million dollars. Yeah, I don't know, but I'm quite sure it was in shrooms. Just because when I speak to people who talk about being on shrooms, I'm like, it makes me want to say less and less that I did it. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All right, so how did that come up between you two? Like, what what was that conversation that y'all was like? Oh yeah, we want to try some mushrooms. I think she was. I was to saying yeah, that yeah. I really want to do mushrooms. It um oh the thing that I was gonna say is they're starting to uh, do studies um on anxiety, depression, PTSD, and all that shit with psilocybin mushrooms and with uh, MDMA. They already do it with yeah. ketamine. So is it like supposed to cure you or some shit? Or like yeah, that's what they're trying to see. Yeah, yeah. You know what's crazy? I was just watching a show on Netflix about like. Here we go. Uh, called Maniac. I don't know if you saw it. I tried with, to, man. Uh, I was with Jonah Hill. Yeah. yeah. And he's all skinny and shit. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Like, <laughs> it took, like, the first couple episodes was, like, starting off slow, but, like, once they got into it and, like, but that's what they were trying to do. Like, they are trying to cure people of, like, mental, uh, like, issues, like, um, if you're schizophrenic or anxiety or whatever. Yeah. Like, they were doing it through, um... Do a computer simulation where you go into these different lives and you live a different life, but each one is like teaching you something about what you're going through. So like you might play a character like a um like he played a character like con artist guy who would go around like um um looking for like different little artifacts for people and uh showing like how their security system is like bullshit. Basically, like you need to up your security because I was able to do oh, this. Oh yeah, like, yeah. So, that's, so it's like when the government. Catches a hacker instead of yeah. doing jail time, you come work yeah. for the government and figure out, help us figure out how to make it yeah. happen. It's like hustling on a reverse hustle. Like yeah. you make it a so, lot more money like this. So yeah. it was cool, but like at the end of the show, it actually did work. Okay. Like it actually. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Right. Thanks a lot. <laughs> thanks. Don't watch don't Maniac. Watch yeah. God. Now, it, was, it was cool, but but <clears throat> they were. It was like a battle between like 
psychiatrists, like actual psychiatrists, like who like help people and like these doctors who were like just trying to do it through like um, appeal. Basically. Okay. Like they were taking a pill, but they were going through assimilation too while they were on the pill. So it's kind of, it was it was pretty neat, but I, like like that had me thinking about like when you was talking All about right. that. Yeah, yeah, I would I would suggest if you are curious about it, I would I would recommend doing it. Um, like you have to take such a a massive amount to overdose That's, and for it to be mm-hmm. bad for your health that it's like if you like if you eat like the the amount that could fit in half the palm of your hand, you'll be fine. Is that shit nasty? Um, no, not really. If you chop it up and mix it in with your food, you won't even taste it. Oh, so that's a oh, okay. yeah, yeah. You can. Yeah, chop I heard it people up. smoke it like put it in a blunt, like oh, with never, the weed. Yeah, that's, oh, that's next level shit. Yeah, I've, I've never seen, heard. I've that. heard people do that shit before. Yeah. I've never know. heard that. I don't know. All right. Well, I, unfortunately, I don't know the plug, but <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we gonna find out. We'll try to we, find some. We one. can put some feelers out there. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, the Not Relationship Goals podcast. Yes, sir. Look for it. On iTunes, what else you guys got? You on Spotify, SoundCloud? Yeah, Spotify, uh, not SoundCloud. Um, Did you get on Google Play? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Okay. We on everything except uh, SoundCloud and Tidal. Okay. Let us in. <laughs> I don't know how to do Tidal. You on Tidal? No. I, I just do uh, iTunes and Google Play. And Google Play? Yeah. Yeah, whatever service that I use, they put it on Everything. All these Anchor, app, I, Breaker, Breaker, I, a bunch of stuff I ain't never heard of. I'm like, oh yeah, put it wherever. All right, put so it everywhere. not relationship goals, and you guys drop every Tuesday, right? Every, every Tuesday. Tuesday. Every check Tuesday. us out, man. Check us out, please do support. Give Come us your feedback. Your, yeah. Hit us up. Let us know what if you, you want. If you Questions. want us to ruin your relationship, listen to our podcast. Because our <laughs> shit is fucked up. We don't agree on nothing. <laughs> do, you, do you guys have uh, like a like an email set up or like a social oh, yeah, media yeah. account where people can um, write in and give you feedback or write in with uh, uh, topics, yeah, yeah, suggestions? Definitely. Yeah, um, you can hit us up on IG. Uh, I'm at Chef K Marks. Chef K-A-Y-M-A-R-K-S. And my, my uh, Instagram is chillin'. C H I L L I N underscore Dylan D I L L O N, and then the email. If you want to email, you can DM us or you can email us at uh, not relationship goals podcast at gmail dot com. Hit us up on there, man. Let us know what y'all think. If you want to potentially be a guest or you got any topics or want to share a story and you want us to share it with the world. You can remain anonymous. I'm telling all your business. <laughs> <laughs> y'all life are entertaining. <laughs> all right, man. I appreciate y'all Thank coming. You for Thank you for having us. We appreciate us, it. Thank Good you. Good pot almighty. Absolutely. Check them out. Yes, sir.